Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and uh, welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, you know who it is. It's your boy. DJ Billy A, and across the way in Series California A is my man 50 Grand. Get on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Savage O'Malley, aka Big Skis, aka Suckerfish Sav, aka uh, Slick Boy Sav. Yes. That's it. Yes, it yes, yes. South, yeah, this is how we to do it the in the South. Dirty. In the South with a capital F. South. Yeah. South. <laughs> you know, at your party yesterday, there was a nickname that I said I was going to mention and use for myself uh-huh. to give myself the first AKA, yeah. and I don't remember what the hell it was. We uh, talked about it, laughed about it, joked about it last night, and uh, I don't know, man. One too many uh trulies or something i cannot remember for the life, life of me what the hell it was and, and what one watermelon cucumber truly too many and it's gone yes and a, and a shot of tequila oh yeah how about that so i had a uh birthday party yesterday uh uh about 10 days or so after my actual birthday um right. but as i have kind of learned over the over the years um I used I I don't my birthday the way it falls the following weekend after my birthday tends to be Halloween weekend and now that we're older people have kids or there's Halloween parties and dress up and stuff and uh, absolutely just realistically like you know I became bottom of the totem pole compared to those things so then you know people couldn't show up and so then you know they would feel bad and then it would suck for me you know so I just started going all right so we're gonna do it after Halloween weekend or before my birthday. Uh, and then about four or five years ago, I became friends with uh, Kyle, a.k.a. Dakotist Owens, right. whose birthday right. is on the 23rd of October. Uh, right. So uh, I, I, I don't want to take anything away from him, you know what I mean? So I think I talked about it. We went to Dave and Buster's for his birthday and we spent some time and did all that stuff. So uh, anyway, my uh, my birthday got pushed back to last week or this weekend, uh, November 5th. Right. And uh, yeah, it was a nice little turnout. We had a good uh, good amount of people um, and uh, it was a good time, man. It's, a, it's you know, my uh, friend of the show, uh, content inspirer sweet annie d uh told me or asked you know if we had a good time and i told her i said yeah it's a good time everyone had fun there was a lot of laughing no drama and that's all you can ask for as an adult i think 100 percent, absolutely drama free and nothing but fun what more can you ask for i mean that's it right there the only the only issue that i had with anything yesterday was my buddy eddie and his wife estella estella came through and they were just like a whirlwind of uh, tequila, basically. Uh, they yeah. showed up for uh, a half an hour, and you know, she she 
she wanted me to take a shot with her so i said okay and then a couple people more joined in next thing you know you're four or five tequilas deep and then uh, you know what's going on so <laughs> and then they left they did absolutely they yeah, were like in and out baby they had another party to get we've to. done our job here yeah showed up a couple shots of tequila and then they moved on to the next party all i did was go yeah all i did was go inside to get her something because she didn't really want beer and i was like ah i got a bunch of stuff here next thing i know we're all around the kitchen and we're taking shots and here you know here we go yeah absolutely you know it's funny man i i just came from mexico i did the exact amount of shots of uh tequila at your house as i did in seven days in mexico because i'm not much of a straight liquor guy like i did one shot of tequila while i was in can i was in cancun for seven days so you'll be uh proud to know that i partook in uh, the same amount of shots of tequila in your casa my friend i mean that's right you know, you know what they say at home yeah of infinity studios in beautiful series california the cancun yes. of cali you know what i mean that's yeah. what they call it that's what they call series the cancun of california yes sir <laughs> I, I didn't know that yeah yeah. So you learn something new every day when you riverbank is the city of action series is the cancun of cali you know i love it man yeah i just did uh one shot of tequila in in mexico and here's why we sat down at the bar and there was this bartender his name was jose which uh i imagine is probably like bill in over there in mexico <laughs> and anyway his name was jose great guy really well known like he was famous everybody was dapping him up and they knew him on a first name basis and they they just loved this dude this dude get had like uh when you when you read uh reviews of the hotel online everybody was like jose's the man jose's the man jose's the man so we sat down and he's mixing up drinks and he's making jokes and he's laughing and we're talking and all of a sudden he slams down these shots of tequila and he goes for you senor take enjoy and amber and i lifted up you know salute cheers bam pound it this shit <laughs> you know to get liquor already when you do a straight shot it's warm when it goes down you can feel it right 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 well this shit had like some kind of jalapeno habanero he like mixed that shit up and so not only it wasn't just warm when it went down that shit burned i felt it going from my lips down my throat through my esophagus and into my belly and that shit burned the whole way down and my lips felt like they're on fire afterwards and uh you know so luckily i still had like a you know a tequila sunrise or some other kind of fruity sweet drink i'm trying to watch it down to put the fire out and he's like another one senor and i'm like oh oh no 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 boss no boss put the pause on that shit baby i'm i'm done dude it was it was potent and then i think he felt bad because i didn't even ask and he's like here here, here try this and he whips up this real sweet like fruity some kind of red it was red i don't even know what it was it was delicious but uh yeah it, but he, it, it put the fire out for sure but man, it was insane dude. well anyway that was the uh that i i'll remember to put jalapeno in my tequila shots next time <laughs> dude it's something else man i don't know how what he mixed into that but it was it was fire hot but yeah dude i had a i had a blast at your party man yeah, your people are great people my wife had a good time i had a great time um i've met a few of those people that were there from a previous party that you had had but i met some new people as well um i always am impressed because i know how difficult it can be when you get a large group of people in one setting and you're the host right but not everybody knows everybody like because you have like work people softball people people that you online game with people that you golf with like so not necessarily everyone knows everyone. And as a host, it's your job to circulate and make sure that you, uh, uh, being the birthday boy, being kind of the host slash man of the hour, whatever you want to call it, you have to make the rounds and make sure that you're being seen and talking to and interacting with everyone there until they start to feel comfortable and ease their way in and get in groups and start getting to know other people. So. That can be difficult. I've done that. I've been at those parties, man, where you get like 
all right, your family's there, but coworkers from work are there, guys from the band are there, and everybody kind of breaks off into these little groups, you know, where mm-hmm. they're like, all right, the work people are over in that corner, the band people are over there, the softball people are over there. So then it becomes your job to, how you doing? Everything okay? You having a good time? You get enough to eat? You need something to drink? What's up? Good to see you. Thanks for coming. And you start finding yourself like bouncing around. It's, it's fun. It's work, though, still. It's fun work, but it is a job when you host a party, for sure. Well, uh, it's always the worry that, uh, for me, that, like you said, like I have so many different people that, you know, are from all, you know, I have people from softball. I had some people from my new work here. Um, you know, I had uh, a couple people from that were friends from college, you know what I mean? So like it was just all these people and some of them know all each other. Some of them met other people out here, you know what I mean? And there's always some activities and then, you know, I think the alcohol loosens everybody up a little bit. So, but ultimately, you know, it, w- it was really good. It was fun. Everyone had a great time. Um, I think that uh, for me, like that's just the goal. Like just everyone enjoys himself, has a good time and, you know play some cornhole have some laughs that kind of stuff and i think that that is was accomplished uh mission accomplished 100 percent. like i said i had a great time my wife had a great time you know it's funny i'm terrible with names and i told her going in i said look i'm awful with names already and the majority of these people the ones i do know i i know their nicknames <laughs> So when I get there, I'm just going to let Savage handle it because I am not about to go. So that's that's the coldest. Yeah. That's oh, you nasty. That's the load I got it. So, you know, I'm just you know, no, I'm, that's Yammer Yagers over there in the corner. You know, I wasn't, oh, you nasty. Yeah, that, that's chatter patters right there. I wasn't about to, to even attempt that. So I'm like, when we get there, I'm sure Savage is going to go, this is this and the here and do all the introductions because I wasn't even about to walk into that one. It's, it's so weird. I was I was actively thinking this yesterday. Like I'm inter- introducing some people that haven't met people, you know, and doing that thing. And right. I was like, that's Nick. And I was like, man, I just did not feel comfortable calling him Nick. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's yeah. Nick. Uh, oh, you nasty. Uh, that's my boy, Chad. Chatter patter. Uh, this is Kyle, the coldest. Uh, so I wonder if people are like, is that guy's really named the coldest? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you put that on a birth certificate. You are a bad motherfucker. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a good time, man. And uh, and it's good. And on my end, it's great to be back. <laughs> My wife and I had a blast in Cancun. We usually take a trip in September or October every year because uh, our wedding anniversary is in September. Her birthday's in September. My birthday, as is yours, and it seems like half of the world is in October. There's so many October birthdays, it's nuts. Um, so we usually take a trip to kind of like celebrate all those things, and it's usually in the month of October because. The beauty of October, man, is uh, you're past spring break and you're right before like the Thanksgiving Christmas run. So it's that fall prices have a tendency to drop. You can travel for cheaper, too. In Mexico, you already get more bang for your butt. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's already a, a great price. You know, you get your room, you get your we got our room, all our drinks, all our food. Uh, transportation to and from the airport and the flight was all in one lump sum for my wife and I for seven days for under three grand. So, I mean, and we, we just had a blast, man. The, it was hot. The weather was in the 80s. Um, the water was beautiful. The food was amazing. The service was incredible. Um, I even got uh, got enough drinks in me to walk across the street and I got inked up. I got some new ink. I got a new tattoo on the back of my left calf so i mean i don't yeah. know if you know this but your wife was texting me while you were getting tattooed yes yes she did mention that and i uh yeah it was funny it we got there and i said you know what would be cool to do on this trip we should get tattoos while we're here i'll, I'll pay for it and amber was like yeah that's that would be cool we should do that and we start talking about it i come up with my design she's kind of talking about what she wants then as we get deeper into it, we're there a couple of days. She goes, you know what? I, I don't think that's a good idea. I'm not going to do that on this trip. And I was like, well, shit, you're not going to do it. I guess I'm not going to do it. But, you know, we spent a day. We, we took a ferry ride to Isla Mujeres, which is a little island off of Cancun. 
and we hung out on the beach. We rented golf carts. We were driving around and we shopped, we ate, we drank, um, we rode the ferry back and we had dinner at a place called Senior Frogs. And one of the things Senior Frogs is famous for is this giant 16 ounce whatever, margarita, whatever drink you want. They serve it in this massive 16 ounce glass. So we have this amazing meal. We have these 16 ounce big ass like margaritas. And I, I just, while we're sitting there, I punch in Tattoo Parlor. And it says it's like 200 feet away. And I look across the street and I see the sign. And on my phone, it says it's Monster Tattoo. It's got almost five-star ratings. Um, everybody says it's clean. The needles are, they, they change their needles. They wash their hands. They wear gloves. Uh, I've gotten tattoos here. All my friends have. It's an amazing place. I looked at my wife and I said, I'm doing it. Fuck it. <laughs> Walked across the street. These dudes are standing up front, Senor, you want a tattoo? And I'm like, yeah, show them. This is what I'm thinking. And, you know, all the reviews said, all right, they're cool. They'll get you in the next day. You'll make an appointment. I've never just walked up and gotten a tattoo. Like, you want a tattoo? And I'm like, yeah. And I show him what I want. And he goes, come upstairs. And I'm thinking I'm going to go upstairs, right, and uh, make an appointment. So I'm walking up these, this narrow-ass hallway and, and these kind of dirty stairs, stairway. Mm-hmm. Smells smells like marijuana. And I get upstairs, and he goes, yeah, I could do this. The minimum's usually 125, um, but I, I could do this for 185. You ready? And I'm like, oh, shit, we're doing this? Like, like right now? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't have enough money on me. Oh, don't worry about it, man. ATM outside, you're good, let's go. And I, I lay down and he draws it out, shows it to me, goes, puts it on my leg. What do you think? I said, yeah, let's do it. And uh, I'm getting tatted up. And I've, this is my first one on my leg. I got one on each shoulder. Mm-hmm. And that stung. But the, that, that, the back of the leg hurt a lot more. Man, I'm not even going to lie. And oh. To a tough guy. Yeah, the back of the leg hurt way more than my shoulders. Like, a lot more. Like, I was, like, <sighs> taking a deep breath and closing my eyes. Like, it, when he started coloring it in, because it's pretty much just a solid black tattoo, mm-hmm. that, shit start, that shit started to hurt a little bit, man. It, it, uh, it stung a bit. A bit more than the shoulders, I got to be honest. But what's funny is the guy starts doing it, and he makes it a point, because it's Mexico, and I'm sure he's had people who've asked him this. So he shows me, look, I'm opening up a brand new needle. This is brand new. Just took it out of the package. I'm wearing gloves. I'm putting the needle on. So he made it a point to make sure he knew that I knew the shit was fresh. Shit was clean. He was doing what he was supposed to be doing. Right. And uh, he starts tattooing my leg. And Amber tells me after the fact, you know, I didn't want to tell you, but the tattoo shop that you looked up that had all the amazing reviews was actually like two doors down. <laughs> but I didn't realize that until the dude had already started. So it was too late. So I wasn't going to say shit at that point. And I was like, oh, shit. It worked out for the best. Tattoo looked amazing. I got um, something I've always wanted to do. Um, I have a tattoo with my kids' names that represents my children. I have a tattoo that represents my love for music. But I didn't have a tattoo that represents my marriage yet. So what I did was is I got I took... Uh, our astrological symbols. So I'm a Libra. My wife is, uh, oh shit, what is it? The maiden. The. It doesn't matter. So I got a, I got, I got the the maiden mm-hmm. holding the, the Libra scales. So Libra is the scales. So I got her symbol of the maiden holding the Libra scales, and uh, it turned out beautifully, man. And uh, the only thing I will say in hindsight is the two things they tell you when you get a tattoo. Don't expose it to a lot of sunlight and don't go swimming. And we were only two days into the trip. And so I get this tattoo Friday night, but we're going to be there till Wednesday. And what do you do when you go to Mexico, right? You hang out in the sun and you swim. So in hindsight, I would have, the only thing I would have done differently was schedule it for closer to the end of the trip. Because what happened was, is I had to go to the uh, pharmacy and buy shit tons of that new skin. Like I bought, I ended up throughout the trip buying like 10 packets of this new skin and putting layers of it on to keep the tattoo protected and keep it dry. And then I just didn't swim for long periods of time. I would like dip in or just stick my toes in 
um, and just relax by the beach and just keep it protected. So yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty on that one. Um, just kind of a surprise thing, like a spur of the moment thing that I ended up doing. But uh, yeah, man, it turned out beautifully. And you know what? One hundred eighty-five dollars, man, for a tattoo that probably in the states would have cost me a minimum two fifty. Mm-hmm. I've never paid under two fifty, two seventy-five for a tattoo. So yeah, man, great trip. I had a good time. Uh, I, I want to go back, and uh, I think Savage needs to come next time because that 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 would be the trip right there. Man, I tell you what. I don't know if I'm ready for the chunky monkey or the funky monkey or the, the, the drunky monkey or whatever. The drunky monkey, the dirty monkey. That is a delicious drink, man. I had about, I must have had at least 10 of them. It was absolutely delicious. Well, uh, it was, I'm glad you had a great chip and, and it was, uh, I know that I, I saw some pictures. You didn't really post anything. I think you just posted today, actually. Yeah. Did a little like photo a dump. I did a photo dump, absolutely, man, because I uh, I had to. But I have insider info, so I was getting some pictures along the way. Yes, absolutely. So I I, I knew, and then uh, you know I had uh, I had uh, like I said I was talking to your wife while you were getting your tattoo. I don't even remember I I had said something to her, and then about oh I I think she posted something or something, and I just messaged her directly and was like, I know Bill's ready for his chunky monkeys or whatever I said. And uh, she was like, yeah, he definitely is. He's actually getting a tattoo right now. And I was like, oh, shit. And then she, like, sent me the picture. Like, you were, like, face down and he was working on your leg. And I was like, that's happening. Okay. Yeah, dude, that was, like, I'm not one of those, like, spur of the moment, uh, you know, like, guys that just does something on a whim. Right. But you get a 16-ounce margarita in me and a long day at the beach. And I was like... And I'm right across the street from a sign that says tattoo, and I just ate a fat-ass burrito. Right. Apparently, that's all it takes to get me going. And it's Virgo, by the way. That is the uh, that is that is my wife's astrological sign. So the Virgo, one of the symbols for the Virgo is a maiden. Mm-hmm. One of the symbols for Libra is the scales. So I've got a maiden holding the scales to represent us both. Um, and it turned out beautifully. I'll share a picture on the socials later on on the social on the social on the socials the kids say absolutely i'm not sure if they actually say that or not but yeah man great trip great birthday party um hell of a way to uh hell of a way to kick off a weekend man with your party i came home from mexico spent a couple days at work and then boom i got a party at savages as soon as i come back on my first weekend back incredible dude good stuff Yep. Nice little weekend. Uh, I do want to, before we jump into the next thing, did get a little bit of follow-up from the uh, last episode. Okay. The uh, spooktacular, if you will. Right. Uh, I had one person tell me they really enjoyed the draft part. Uh, That was so much fun, dude. And I got to give you props on that. That was a hell of an idea. I would have never thought of something like that brilliant dude kudos to you and a, a hell of a lot of fun one of the, the person was like i like how you were really breaking down like it was a draft strategy and and like you were like you know you watch a, the nfl draft or the nba draft and they're like this thing's got a lot of upside you know here's are the things that are gonna help like and that's what i was doing but i was talking about candy and i was like dude, i was just having fun with it man your candy knowledge dude is fucking unprecedented man like Second to none, I know, I had no idea, dude. I was like, what is that candy? And you were just like, oh, it's caramel nougat with peanuts wrapped in a crispy shell. Like, you broke it down, dude. Like, I was like, thoroughly impressed, man. Uh, well, glad I could impress you, sir, after all these years to know that uh, I, I've still got a little something up my sleeve, you know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, you do. Also, uh, Mr. Uh, Mad Cyclone. Uh, sent both of us a message on a little group message we have, and yeah. he, he just went right at me and said, what the hell is a look bar? <laughs> Didn't even, not even like enjoyed the episode, had a good time, I really liked that, just, what the fuck, Savage? And I, okay. <laughs> he did. And he, and he showed me a little love for my red vines. He sure did. He sent, he sent the uh, the gif with uh, just a dude just chilling, and all of a sudden he's basically a red vine guy. Yeah, dude, I could, I... And he said a 100, Bill, so apparently he's a Red Vine guy, too. 
dude. I'm, I, yeah, I knew we weren't alone, man. There's a reason they sell those massive buckets of them at Costco. We can't. I couldn't be the only one. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I, I talked about the um, the peanut roll that my aunt used to eat and always have right. in her uh, in her cupboard. And he verified that it was actually called a Pearson's nut roll, red packaging. Oh, okay. So that was the the nut roll. And uh, then he, you know, then he said, uh, definitely not top five. And I said, you've never even had it. Why we're trying to fight post draft? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. And then uh, quick, it, quick Monday morning quarterbacking, right? It's- yeah, yeah. And then, and then and then he said, you know, I'm surprised there was no Skittles on your list. And I went back to the sports thing and I said, look, dude, contract issues. They wanted top two money or they weren't signing. So that's why they didn't get signed. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't afford Skittles, man. Right. Look, when you start, when you come right out the gate with Reese's, that doesn't leave a lot of money for that doesn't leave you a lot of Skittles money. Look, I'm, I'm Skittles is great. Top, top talent. Very good. But I'm not going to lie. They're a little fruity. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and fruity, fruity doesn't stay, stand at the top of the draft. It's more of a, you know, a, a six to 10 slot. Yeah. No, no, not against Reese's. You, you, you're talking about a dynasty when you're talking about right. Reese's. And then I t- sent you guys a picture of my, uh, my drawer, which had about 15 take five minis in it. Yes. Yeah, the take fives, dude. I'm telling you, man. It's uh. And Mad Cyclone yeah. said, "Looks like you're taking 30." Yeah, <laughs> they're delicious, man. It's it's well worth it. But yeah, dude, that was a fun episode. You know, it got me again because we you had you, you you threw me for a loop when you asked me for mo- about movies, and I immediately was trying to think of kind of darker, scarier movies, and then you brought up Ghostbusters, and uh, I got home after we recorded that episode and thought. You know what I didn't mention? You know what's a great one? You mentioned pirates. So obviously Pirates of the Caribbean would be one. It would definitely be a Halloween movie. Uh, but pirates made me think of The Goonies. The Goonies is like, that would be one I could break out and watch every Halloween. You know, the kids looking for the old One-Eyed Willie's pirate treasure so they can save the neighborhood, but they're being chased by the robbers trying to kill them. That's a... That is an absolute classic that I could definitely see breaking out every Halloween. And another one that I love that I did not watch this year that I forgot to mention was Monster House. I absolutely love that animated movie Monster House, directed by Robert Zemeckis, produced by Steven Spielberg. It is such a quirky, funny, weird movie mm-hmm. with so much adult humor that's, that's for adults, but it's a kid's movie. Uh, it's the movie, I don't know if you've seen it, where the house is possessed. And it's actually, the house is actually alive. It's not a haunted house with ghosts in it. The house is possessed and alive, and these kids figure it out, and they're trying to shut it down. And it is it is a great, weird, quirky, strange animated flick that I absolutely love. And then another one I like is The Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. Uh, those are just three movies that I didn't think of at the moment when we were recording the episode that I said, you know, I gotta, I gotta shout those out. Uh, certain ones that I do end up watching every year that aren't necessarily scary, but I would still watch them every Halloween. Well, I could tell you this. I had, uh, it, it, just like you said, I wasn't sure what this was going to be look like. Cause we had never really, uh, dedicated an entire episode to Halloween, but I thought it came out really good. I had a fun time. It was a good episode. Absolutely, hundred percent. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I may or may not have uh, let the cat out of the bag that I apparently know too much about candy. <laughs> oh, dude, that cat is well out of the bag. That cat's up the block, around the corner. Well, gone, baby. You got to remember, sir. I did a lot of research as a youth at John's Pit Stop. Oh shit! Now you taking me back, right? Hell yeah, dude. You're John's lucky I didn't start stop. breaking down Mambas. Yeah. Or those yeah, cinnamon dude. toothpicks. Oh shit! You're going there, aren't you? Yeah, deep man. cuts, deep cuts. It's the least I can do. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, the the birthday season is over. It is. We have officially kicked off the holiday season with our birthdays uh, and the coldest birthday, uh, and uh, Halloween is over. So we are uh, we're rolling in to Thanksgiving. We yeah. are. Yeah. And uh, here we go. And and uh, I'll tell you this. I'm already ready for some, some turkey. I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. 
Hell yeah, dude. I am. Uh, I always look forward to Thanksgiving. Uh, we're rolling into my season now. I know for a lot of people, the Halloween people out there, their season is now wrapping up. But when their season wraps up, my season is just kicking off. And pretty much from Thanksgiving through New Year's, it's just like it's on at that point, dude. I am just good to go. This is my season. Love Thanksgiving. Love Christmas. Uh, New Year's for me is a double whammy because my son Max's birthday is New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. So Thanksgiving's amazing. Christmas is amazing. And then New Year's is incredible. So hell yeah, dude. Let the uh, eating begin. I told my wife, you know, we talked about Silver October and they always talk about no shave November. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm off to a rocky start, but I told my wife I want to instigate no crave November. No craisins? No crave. Crave. C-R-A-V-E. No crave November. Because what happens, dude, is basically most of the time once we hit this after after Halloween, I basically just throw my hands up and I go, you know what? It's over. For the next two months, I'm just going to eat and gain weight and be fat. That's it. You know, it's a, there's no stopping it. But then I thought about it. I go, why? Why not at least give yourself a fighting chance and for the next couple of weeks until Thanksgiving actually hits, try to put some work in, you know? So I've instigated, and I'm all, like I said, I'm off to a rocky start because I went to the movies today. It was your birthday, you know, <laughs> yesterday, your party yesterday. So I'm not off to a great start. But I told my wife, I said, let's do No Crave November. Why do I need to pig out all the way up until Thanksgiving just because Thanksgiving is coming? I may as well try to at least shed a couple of pounds before I hit the the point of no return, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm going to hashtag no crave November and see if I can actually stick to it and do something about it. But we'll see. We'll see. I did get a couple of workouts in the last couple of days. Um, but like I said, the eating hasn't been great. But I'm going to see what I can do. I'll keep you posted on that. Okay. Uh, so what you're trying to tell me is 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 you are um, you're trying to just really be a little smarter with uh, the decisions you're gonna make, right? Yeah, right. There's no need. I don't gotta eat for the next three weeks straight just because Thanksgiving's coming. Like I give up normally at this time of year. Is what I'm saying. So at least up until Thanksgiving try to behave myself and then you know once you hit the christmas and then you know just throw your hands up but up until thanksgiving maybe try to see if i could at least take off a couple before all hell breaks loose well i was really inspired when i heard that and so i i went back and i and i did get a quote of you uh it's just an inspiration to see how far you've come because i did get a quote from you um before about this time last year and this is what you had to say Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. <laughs> that doesn't sound like me at all. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> just eat bread, get all fat and sassy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I've said that, but yeah, at some point, I probably did. It probably was. Well, I'm going to give it a try. No Crave November. Let's like get it, dude. I got a couple weeks. We'll see what we can do. I'm with you, bro. All right. I mean, after I eat this caramel apple that your wife brought me. Yes, that looked amazing. Hey, that's from uh, El Dorado really somewhere. Amazing chocolate shop in uh, in Placerville, man. Where the, they do like homemade chocolates and they pair it with like champagne. It's absolutely. It's called Annabelle's. It's delicious, man. Delicious. Well, I'll let you know how it goes. Please, I haven't had the chocolate covered apples from there, but if it's like any, everything else they make, it's going to be absolutely amazing. So, you went to the movies. I did. I did. I went to the movies, actually. I've only been home for for a couple hours from the movies. Yeah. Saw a little movie starring a lesser-known actor. I don't know if many people have heard of him. Dwayne. Dwayne. Emphasis on the D. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. In a small little independent film put out by DC and Warner Brothers called... Black Clifford. Black Black Clifford. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the Black uh, Adam. The Black Adam, yes, sir. And 
you saw it as well, but you went like last week or something. Yeah, I went my birthday weekend, Halloween weekend. Uh, mom, mom came down, mom a bit. Uh, so nice. me and, and my mom and my son Justin and his son Enzo, we went to the movies. It was fun. It was a bit. It's been a long time. Like ninety-five percent of the movies I've been to, maybe ninety-nine percent of the movies I've been to in probably the last three or four years has either been me by myself or right. you or oh you nasty like i haven't right. gone like i went one time with like a group of people that's when uh i went with oh you nasty and dubson and, and a bunch of other guys to watch the batman right and right, right, right. Uh, and uh but that was I, I i only knew dubs and and uh and uh oh you nasty so i didn't know the whole group so it was kind of cool to go and all of us all four of us together and going to the movies and Getting yeah. the snacks and eating bread and being all fat and sassy. <laughs> well, I can tell you, uh, last weekend, the opening weekend for it, Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was posting on his social media as being very grateful and thankful to the fans because it was the biggest opening weekend he's ever had for a film. And that is saying something because he is right now, I believe, the biggest movie star on the planet. I don't mm-hmm. think there's anyone bigger than The Rock. So for someone who's coming from the Fast and Furious franchise and Hobbs and Shaw and the Scorpion King and, I mean, you name it, whatever else he's done, the list goes on and on and on. Hercules, I mean, the guy's been in everything. G.I. Joe. For him to say this is the his biggest opening weekend of his career is saying something. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, I went today on a Sunday at one o'clock and I had to sit in the first three rows which I don't like to do I like to be in the back a little bit so I don't have to stare up at the screen and we were in a damn near packed out theater in its second weekend on a Sunday at one o'clock and that shit was packed and uh, and after watching the movie man I can tell you I can see why it was just a fucking action juggernaut from start to finish um, action packed like even for a superhero movie I felt like this movie was just there was very little dialogue or, or uh, character developing time because the action just kept coming this was a two hour movie but it never felt like it it like blew dude. you were just on, a, on an absolute uh, ride with this flick from beginning to end uh, and I really enjoyed it. I, I, uh, I, I went in with very little expectations for this movie, uh, and I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed by it. I, I uh, had some little beefs with it, but overall, I really liked it a lot. Uh, I'll tell you this, buddy. Uh, so we, if you've been listening to this show over the last four years, um, you know we have been fairly critical of dc and the things that they've done they've had some things that uh that we have enjoyed uh we did enjoy aquaman uh we enjoyed yeah. shazam um yeah we enjoyed the Zack snyder's cut of batman and uh oh no justice, justice league. league yeah uh, we enjoyed that but that was you know that's a little bit of a different thing because dc didn't let it out you know until right the people clamored for it um, right. But we've, you know, there's also been a lot of DC things we were like, eh, 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 you know, and, uh, you know, Wonder Woman 1984, which got released on Christmas. People were excited for after the first Wonder Woman was good, which was absolutely terrible. Sure was. And uh, you know what? I, I I had a feeling and I think that I said this at some point. I don't know if I said it on mic or not, but I said I just can't see The Rock signing off on something that's terrible. Yeah, you did say that. And I and, and I just, you know, like when he, when Scorpion King came out, like that was a long time ago and he was in the beginning of his movie career and Scorpion King's not even that bad. Um, but I just at this point in his career, he can do whatever the hell he wants. Like you said, he's the biggest movie star in the world. Right. He has a sitcom show on NBC just talking about his life. Yeah, absolutely. and people are like, love it. When's the next season start? It's amazing, dude. I I can't wait. It's getting ready to start up. It just started. This week was the first episode. I paid for Peacock just so I can watch it because it's no longer on Hulu. So, 
So, I love that show. So, I, so I was like, I, I did have some expectations just because I couldn't see him like this being a total dud. And uh, I was thoroughly impressed. I thought it was fun. I thought it was um, action packed. I thought it was, um, I, I thought the, just everything that was on the film as far as the way the things that, that kind of panned out and then the heroes and the, and the stuff, um, of course, no movie's perfect. There was certainly just like you, some things I had a couple little bit of issue with, but for the most part, overall, it was great. I enjoyed it. It was very fun. I walked out of the theater feeling like I was entertained. I would sit down and watch that again. I would too. Absolutely. 100% agree. Um, here's what I really liked about it was I feel like DC figured out something that Marvel figured out a long time ago that some of the lesser known heroes, like the B characters, mm -hmm. like not your A-list guys, like DC's been so um, preoccupied with playing with Batman and Superman uh, and Wonder Woman, the, the big three, right? Mm -hmm. The Joker, like everything. They've been so preoccupied with playing with those guys and, and shining a light on those guys and making movies for those characters for so long that they've got this whole stable, just like Marvel does, of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of characters that we that have never seen the light of day. Like, So the thing I loved about this movie was Dr. Fate and Hawkman. Those two guys, like, I wanted more. That's my gripe with the movie. I would have liked a little more uh, character development from those guys learn a little bit more of their story because I enjoyed them so much. Aldous Hodge, who played Hawkman, was great. He was so good. I loved his character so much. And Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate, who kind of reminded me of a Doctor Strange type character a bit, mm -hmm. but he had definitely had his own angle though. I really enjoyed both of those characters so much. and. They're total B-list guys, as is Black Adam. Black Adam's nothing I'd ever even heard of, or Dr. Fate, or Hawkman, for that matter. But I enjoyed them, and I think Marvel figured that out a long time ago. Marvel based their whole cinematic run on the shoulders of Iron Man. They put it all, they bet it all on Iron Man. That Iron Man movie fails, and Marvel doesn't do what they've done today. And Iron Man was not, you know, Marvel was X-Men, the Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, the Hulk, those were the big guys. Iron Man was not this really well-known, crazy-loved character. But when you think about some of the movies that they've done, Doctor Strange, Thor, WandaVision, Loki, like, these are not, like, A-listers. Right. They're great. And I think, I think with the success of this movie, and I've seen a lot of people, yo, I want a Hawkman movie. I want a Doctor Fate movie. I think, I hope DC gets now that that these B-listers have rich tapestries and, and, and histories and stories that can be phenomenal. And, and, and that was my favorite thing about this movie was some of the moments between Hawkman and Black Adam and Hawkman and Dr. Fate was, I thought, off the charts. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I can tell you this, uh, I, I I thought Dr. Fate was really good. Uh, I liked the Pierce Brosnan role. Uh, it was certainly, obviously, I was like, I did feel like, oh, I'm watching DC's Doctor Strange. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that. Um, well, and then Hawkman was kind of Falcon, but better, right? With well, powers. Uh, with powers. Uh, I didn't yeah. like him. He was kind of a bitch. Uh, but that's you kind of his character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, I thought he was standing up to Black Adam and and like it just just in the it just in the in, in the like I, this is the thing is I understand. By the way, if you haven't picked up on this, spoiler alert: we're basically talking about the entire movie. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I just thought he was a bitch in the sense that everything's not black and white. No, but his character, everything is black and white. Right, it's and good and wrong. Was, but that was the point. I know that's his character, and I get that. I just didn't like him he because was the of that. Yin to Black Adam's Yang, because Black Black Adam was the Black Adam was like 
I'm just going to kill everybody. These guys broke the law. Fuck them. I'm going to kill them. And here's the flip side to that coin is Hawkman going, no, we're heroes. We don't kill people. And that's kind of been the mantra. If you look at all superhero movies, Batman don't kill people. Spider-Man doesn't kill people. Daredevil doesn't try to kill people. Like it's all, it's always been this thing where they're going to go to jail and justice will be served. Black Adam, one of the things I love, he's just like, fuck this. I'm going to kill these guys. Like, no, I'm throwing them and they're dead. Like, and so I thought I didn't look at him as much of a bitch as it was like he was the flip side to the Black Adam coin. They were there to like balance each other out and bump heads until finally in the end when both of them go like, hey, you know what, man, we need your way right now. And then there's a moment where Black Adam says, I, I see what you're saying, too. I'm kind of a monster. So they, they balanced each other out. And Dr. Fate was there to kind of help them both realize that, that you got to have both for it to work. But yeah, as I watched it, I'm like, okay, because there was one guy that was kind of like Ant-Man, too. Yeah, Adam Smasher. Uh, yeah, was he was even like kind of being smart ass like hey, Ant-Man a little bit. Here's the problem I had with Adam Smasher, and it's not even his fault. <laughs> I just, right. I all I could see was like Joey Lawrence. He did have that vibe. Yeah, you're right. Like he I was just like you know, kind of the dumb, like being like flirty. Like I just expected him to be like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> good call. I hadn't thought of that. I, and and I once it was in my head, I couldn't unsee it. And so the I, whole I, movie, I was just like, whoa. Like I just got I big. Whoa. Lived, I could have lived without his character there and the girl whose power was to channel the wind. Cyclone? Like to me. Yeah, to me, neither one of those characters, they weren't horrible, but they weren't necessary. I didn't quite understand. So uh, what's her name? Waller. Amanda Waller is like, all right, you got this mission. You got to go get this guy. It ain't going to be easy. He's really tough. He's really strong. It's going to be difficult. And we're going to send these two rookies who've never done shit with you. You know, good luck, mm -hmm. basically. And I was like, why? Why would you do that? Like, give them people that know what the fuck they're doing. Like, because it was clear that the, the, the Atom Smasher did not know what he was doing. Like, he was a rookie. He was making silly mistakes. He was there for kind of the comic relief more than anything else. I didn't hate his character or the, what was the girl's name who, who channeled the wind? Cyclone. The element. Cyclone. Not Mad Cyclone. No, just the Cyclone. Mm -hmm. I didn't dislike her character either, but I just felt like they were like kind of tacked on a little bit. Like not, if it had just been Hawkman and Dr. Fate, you wouldn't have had any less problems with the story. They didn't do anything to push the story along. Like even Amber looked at me because do you remember in the opening scene when the Atom Smasher is talking to his uncle and he's like, thanks for letting me borrow the suit. And Amber, my wife was like, was Henry Winkler in another superhero movie somewhere that I missed? I go, no, they just kind of threw that in. That's just his uncle who let him borrow the suit. Henry Winkler's never been in any other DC movie ever. Like, uh, just they just kind of threw that in there. Like, And that was probably my biggest gripe was that, what were they called? The Justice Samaritans or something like that? They weren't the Justice League. Hawkman and Dr. Fate were like the Justice Samaritans or right. Citizens. The Justice Citizens, I don't remember. They, it was like the Justice League, but not. Um, they just kind of threw them in. They were just like, here we are, we're coming. Like, And I, I would have liked to have known a little bit more about them. But the, I get it, the movie was already over two hours, but it didn't feel like it. If they'd have thrown in a little backstory, I would have been totally cool with that. But um, I've seen tons of people asking for a Dr. Fate movie. I'd watch it, you know? Right. Did you know... Uh... So, and then to close it out, the uh, I thought The Rock was great. Yeah, uh, I he thought, was excellent. I, I thought that he played the role very good. Just was like pulled off, you know, being just the stone cold, get out of my way, I don't give a shit. This is what I'm here yeah. to do. To yeah. then transforming into someone who's starting to understand that things are different 5,000 years later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, awesome. yeah, and uh, I genuinely like him. Uh, I will tell you something that I have never heard before. Um, when we were at the theater and I was getting, uh, I, so I, uh, as we just talked about, it was my birthday. I got a free 
uh, large popcorn and drink combo from Regal. Nice. Uh, because I'm on that Regal plan. Right. Uh, so I was getting my popcorn and, and uh, drink, and I'm talking to this lady and uh, that's helping me. And she's like, oh, what are you guys seeing? And I was like, oh, Black Adam. She's like, cool, let me know how it is. And I was like, have you seen it? And she said, no, I don't like The Rock. And I said, wow. wow. I've, yeah. I've never heard anybody say, I don't like The Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've heard people be like, yeah, hey, he's all right, he's all right, you know, or like, I love him, he's amazing, I'd vote for him for president. I've never heard anybody go, I don't like him. Yeah, just flat out. Yeah, I was like, all. wow, yeah. why? Yeah. And she goes, I don't know, I just don't like him. I was like, all right, yeah. fair <laughs> enough. I mean, I'm not, you know. Yeah, you're not going to change your mind, you know, but, you, but you're wrong. Right. But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wrong. Yeah, no, but that is that is weird. But yeah, no, man, I I, uh, I I really enjoyed the film. I will say this: Did you have the trailer um, for Shazam Two? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got to tell you, it's been so long since the first Shazam, and now after watching this Black Adam movie, I'm not so sure I care about Shazam Two anymore. The trailer didn't do anything for me. Like he looks. Uh, the guy that is playing the grown-up version of Shazam, the hero version, mm -hmm. looks quite a bit older than the last movie because I think the last movie was 2018, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, and the trailer just looks really silly with him and his brothers and sisters who are now have aged five years since the last movie. And I, I gotta be honest with you, man. I, it's been so long, and now after getting this Black Adam with the same powers as Shazam, I don't know if I care about Shazam part two anymore. Like I watched the trailer and I just kind of went, uh, I guess I better go back and watch Shazam. It's been so long, but I just don't know if I care anymore now. I don't know. No, I'm with you. I, I, I mean, I'll watch it, but I, it's the, you know, it, it's, it, it's certainly a, there's they're really building something obviously with the with the black adam and and the shazam and 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 everything so i mean i'll check it out i do like uh it's very still interesting but we'll see what happens yeah because i know that the black adams eventually i think black adam and shazam meet up but they didn't allude to it in this trailer at all if it's happening they didn't allude because initially it was supposed to be Shazam, Shazam 2, and then the Black Adam. And The Rock was like, he put the kibosh on that. The Rock was like, because this has been his passion project and something that he's been trying to get off the ground forever. He's wanted to be the Black Adam and make this movie happen for a long time. And it's taken him a while to convince the studios that it would work. Uh, so this has been a passion project for him. So they put Shazam 2 on hold to do this. So I think they're eventually having it lead up to where Shazam and, and the Black Adam will meet. But from what I heard, the last thing The Rock said was Shazam will fight Superman or uh, the Black Adam will fight Superman is what The Rock's been saying now. He ain't even talking about Shazam. So, And, you know, as we saw from the post-credit trailer, that's looking like they're leaning towards that. So, um, but yeah, man, I enjoyed it so much, but I, I was telling my wife, I, I don't know if I care about Shazam 2 anymore. Like it, I, uh, it just didn't, the trailer did nothing for me. I just thought it looked kind of goofy. I was like, eh, and usually the trailer is what's supposed to hook you and pull you in, right? Get you right. excited. Uh, but it's like that, it's like that Avatar trailer. I don't give a fuck at this point now. It's been so long. Like I'm like I don't care anymore. If I want something and then I wait and I wait and I wait and then to the and then it, you know then it's just like Avatar. Like I do not care. I have yeah. zero desire to watch that movie. Yeah, and that's what's happened to me with Shazam too. I realized when I watched the trailer, I wasn't excited. I was just like, oh, I just watched a really killer Shazam hero already. Like I. And he's more badass. He's The Rock. Mm -hmm. And I get this guy who's acting like a goofy teenager and being silly with his brothers and sisters. It's all about family. I don't know. It, it, it may end up being incredible, but like, I, I just was not that impressed. I will say, I also had the trailer for Wakanda Forever. Mm -hmm. And seeing that on the big screen got me really excited. Uh, it looked amazing. Very beautiful. I've only seen it like on my phone. So to see it blown up on the big screen, I was like, let's go, come on, 
whenever that comes. When's that come out? Two weeks? Uh, I think it's this weekend. The 11th, this I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, I'm excited for that. That trailer looks great. They're hinting at a new Iron Man. They're hinting at a female. Well, not hinting. There's going to be a female Black Panther now. Uh, Namor being the villain. Um, Namor the Submariner, who's kind of like an evil Aquaman, basically. But, I mean, I'm excited for that, man. So, yeah, that that's got that trailer did pump me up. I was re- I'm ready for that. And initially, I wasn't super excited because, you know, we lost Chadwick. So I was kind of like, I don't know if I care anymore. I do now. This trailer has me intrigued. Uh, the answer, real quick, follow up, uh, the Justice Society. Justice Society. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't even know was a thing. Yeah. Like, and they didn't really explain what they were or who they were. They just threw us right into their world, which is cool. Like, I don't need a ton of backstory. Like, sometimes too much can be too much, but a little bit more would have been cool for this movie. Like, but I, I'm, I'm now curious. I want to know more about the Justice Society and see what they're all about. So I hope they dig more into that later. From what I've heard, this Black Adam movie is basically the reboot for the DCEU, the DC Extended Universe. Like, they're going to build it from this movie out. It's not the Snyder Universe anymore. Forget about those other movies that came out. It's not that they won't be connected or they didn't exist. But from here on out, it builds off of this Black Adam movie, and they move forward. So we'll see what happens, man. They're banking on The Rock. It's, if you're going to bank on somebody, bank on the biggest movie star in the world. And I think it's paying off. It's... The Rock's biggest opening weekend, and I imagine this will be uh, probably one of DC's biggest movies. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. In this world, there are heroes and there are villains. Heroes don't kill people. Well, I do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There you go. That's all you need to know. That's it, man. That's it. His deadpan delivery, he played the, like, serious straight guy, but still managed to get laughs. Like, even though he's just deadpan dead serious still funny like still still made me laugh like star power man the dude's got it in space yep uh so uh overall we enjoyed it good flick if you haven't seen it uh i go see it because we just talked about it uh we we certainly didn't uh spoil everything good story a lot of background also i'm not not gonna spoil it right now but in one of the end credits there is a uh big uh dc uh reveal so that's uh, pretty cool, and um, so great flick. Uh, certainly excited to see where it's going. Uh, we do have Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever being released this week, I believe. So that, we're going to talk about that. It's coming up. Um, Bill is super excited. Got to, uh, I'm worried. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know uh, yeah, how they're going to transition. It's, I'll be really curious what happened to T'Challa, how they explain what happened to his character, why he's dead, right. what killed him, what got him. Um, yeah, because everything I read was the before Chadwick died, the Black Panther uh, sequel was going to be Chadwick having coming to grips with Chadwick's character coming to grips with losing those five years in the blip. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden he's back, he's the king. But things have changed in those five years, and he's trying to deal with that. That's what the movie was going to kind of deal with. Obviously, there was going to be a villain, and something more was going to happen. But a big part of it was going to be him struggling with the loss of those five years and how his kingdom has changed. So now we got a shift. He passed away. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. And I, I hear you. I'm a, I'm a little nervous, too. Uh, but they did a great job with that trailer. I'm not going to lie. The trailer... Uh, is very well done and did what it was supposed to do i feel like there's a hint of iron man um and a hint of a lot of action and a lot of drama in there and it's well put together and it hooked me to where i'm like okay i'm still nervous because i love chadwick you know he was so good but i'm ready all right well Certainly, uh, check out that uh, Black Adam. We will be back uh, to talk about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. That's coming soon. Yes. Um, And uh, Thanksgiving and the holidays are right around the corner. So, yeah. And what was your uh, hashtag, sir? 
no crave November. Not to be confused with no shave November. This is no crave. What November. if you're craving a shave? That's okay. Go for it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> just want to know the rules. Away, just stay away from all that holiday food until the actual holidays come. Don't give up and throw your hands up and throw in the towel, whatever other cliche you want to use just yet. So don't got a couple weeks. Don't throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. Correct. Wave them like you care and get that heart rate up. Keep it pumping. Amen to that, my brother. I, yes, that's what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. All right, buddy. Uh, thank you so much for being here this weekend. Thank you for my uh, my uh, birthday gift, my uh, welcome mat. I don't even want to use it. <laughs> got me a Mandalorian welcome mat. Yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, oh, man. That's for a man who loves the Mandalorian and loves Grogu and is also a homeowner. That's the gift right there. I said, I got to grab that. I got to snag that. It, it, things were so crazy yesterday with everything going on. I... Uh, I uh, forgot to give you your birthday gift. Oh, shit. Well, so you'll have a little gift uh, next time you uh, swing by the studio. I love it, man. I'll be there. I can't wait to get back in there and do it live and in the flesh. All right, buddy. Get us out of here. All right. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. See y'all. Peace.